this is doing the dirty dishes podcast i'm your host stephen quigley this is a spiritual podcast where we speak about all topics under the sun uh, subjects and topics that will make you smile make you think deep or enlighten your soul and uh, make you wonder about the universe today is my second episode and it's on drive-through gurus and the bullshit that they sell you or try to sell you and uh, the fast food order universe that they live in that they also try to sell you so we're going to talk a little bit about that but first in this um, podcast i want to take a minute and um, give some background Uh, as a writer or a new writer i was never really a writer before the situation kind of put me in that position and I'm very happy to be there now. Um, but as a writer, you always have inspiration for stories and you have people that you meet or uh, other situations you may find yourself in that inspire you at some point later in your life to write. So uh, this situation is one of those where I went to school in Israel, uh, university in the uh, mid 90s, the year Yitzhak Rabin was killed. And I made some friends there, and in all groups, uh, as the, as it exists, there are different personalities. And uh, as with me, I'm a chameleon, and I make friends with every type of group, from the bikers to the senators. And I made friends with some people there, East Coast and West Coast. And um, anyway, needless to say, years later, some of those people became um, kind of new age type people on the West Coast. And through one of those, I met this uh, other person who inspired me for this story. And it was a guy when I first met him. He's a very nice guy, and he was a salesman. And he left the sales world and entered the uh, sales world of um, health-related products. And uh, he was selling uh, water machines before I'd met him, and then he was selling grounding mats. And um, then soon after, he was uh, in a relationship that... It was kind of like a mad kind of Romeo and Juliet love story uh, without the ending. And uh, suddenly he was, he wrote a book. He was a best-selling author on love and relationships. And he was out giving talks and speeches. And, uh, and it just kept getting, it just kept going on and on. And you'll hear more about it in the story. Whereas at the end, it was just a pathetic mesh of ego and narcissism and um, all kinds of other fun things that just uh, didn't add up to somebody that I would want to uh, advise me in life or give me any type of advice um, on uh, guidance you know where I might uh, go or decide on something in life so and that's really important that we have mentors uh, I have mine and you should have yours too uh, one of mine is 84 years old a close friend of mine and um, I'm grateful for his friendship I'm grateful for all my friendships and I'm grateful for everything in my life so that's the background uh, story of this person. Now, if you go on uh, Facebook, which was the other prompt for me to write this a blog, if you go on Facebook, you will easily find that there are people uh, that are advertising themselves as uh, gurus, so to speak. Um, the funny thing about guru is, is that by nature, if you consider yourself a guru, uh, or by definition, you cannot be a guru. Um, but most of these people are guru types. And they have all types of titles, you know, a spiritual guide or different types of coaches. Um, and, they, and they're always coming up with new titles. 
I don't know what this person that inspired me, I don't know what his current title is or any of the people in his group because they seem to change titles um, quite frequently. But in any case, you can find him on Facebook. Now, Facebook, as I consider it, is a self-therapy. It's a psych free psychology. It's a narcissist's wet dream. And Instagram is a place where anybody can be a model, and I guess a singer, maybe these days too. So throughout Facebook, you find all these types of people uh, that will that they're there to guide you and advise you in your life, basically life coaches. Uh, so my first question is, is you know, what did you do in life that gave you the right or uh, that warranted that you now are in a position that you can guide me in my life? What have you done? What's your level of education? I don't mean just university or book. It could be life, you know. What have you done in life? What have you done? What have you gone through? What journeys? What darkness? What can you tell me about going deep into the heart, about going into the soul, about exploring who you are as a person, about truly getting into the deep work of life? What can you tell me about those things? You personally, what have you done? And then, oh, you can help me uh, increase my business by $5 million a year too? Oh, wow, that's a bonus. Thank you. Well, show me your W-2. Show me your success in business. Show me what you've done in business. Show me the numbers. Show me checks. Show me your deposits. Prove it to me. You know, tell me why I should believe that you can increase my business. Tell me why I should believe that you're running all over the world in jets with rich clients and you're helping them increase their sales funnel and increase their bottom line in their sales because of your guru techniques. What magic are you doing? And my biggest question would be, if you're so good at that, why are you teaching others? Why aren't you doing it yourself? Why aren't you doing it yourself? I never set out to be a teacher, but my life and my purpose and through guidance has brought me to the point now where I'm sharing thoughts and I'm going to write. And I already wrote a book and I continue to write and, uh, and it's helping people and that's what, that's what gives me the fuel to continue doing this. So anyway, these people, they're out there, they're doing these, uh, you know, they're giving seminars even, they're having weekends away. And what do they know? What have they done, you know? They can talk to talk, but can they walk to walk? What are, they, what are their actions? How do they live? So many people let their lips talk about what they do, the great things that they do, the charities that they give to, the time that they give to the, the local food bank or the blind or whatever group they pick that week. But how many of them follow up on that? How many of us truly match our actions with our words? I try every day, and I can tell you it's very tough. I know it's tough. So, um, so I don't know what other people, you know, I don't know what they're doing, but it's a good thing to look at, something to consider uh, in the process. These people generally, uh, you might want to look at their past also, as far as what were they doing a year before? You know, what brought them to this point? Because most likely, like psychology, people that go into that field, about 70% they estimate, are going in to heal their own their own issues, issues that they have within themselves. And of course, they're finding that through mirror and other techniques, uh, seeing that in others, uh, which is pretty much life. Jung had it right with the, the mirror effect, you know, the inadequacies um, that we find in ourselves are mirrored through others. So, um, you know, it's just interesting to see what these... Uh, 
people are selling you. And like I said, look at what they're doing in the past. Look what they were selling you in the past. What soup du jour were they selling? What get quick rich scheme did they involved in? Were they involved in MOM? And what spiritual thing are they selling you this, this year? Because uh, most likely next year they'll change and there'll be something different and they'll re reappear as a new person and re um, have a new identity, uh, most likely online. The one problem that I have with this, these people in this industry is um, that they don't give you the whole uh, they don't give you the whole equation. And these douchebags that you meet on Facebook or these spiritual guides that you meet online um, most likely uh, don't have any of the above. And one quick note too is an interesting thing to, to look at is um, after these seminars are done, after these weekends of magic. Uh, you know, change and whatnot are done or completed. Um, what's their follow up? What's not, not, not meaning what are they following up with you? That's good, also. They should be doing it as a professional courtesy. But what follow up do you have to ensure that now that's going to be a part of your life as opposed to going away for a weekend in an idyllic setting where everything seems perfect and you're around other like minded people and you have this amazing eureka moment and you go through this amazing change but within two weeks you go back home and you're already back into your routine you know i'm, not, I'm never going to use a dishwasher again i went camping for two weeks i love using my hands it was zen but within two weeks of being home you're already you're already doing that you're ordering out you're throwing cigarettes at the window whatever you're littering whatever you're doing but most everyone will change they don't carry that through because there's a process and you have to learn that and it has to be taught and most of these people are, are incapable of doing it or inept. Uh, or they just don't know it. They're just unaware, which is very possible uh, also. Um, but these people, they're not, selling you the whole, uh, they're not selling you the whole solution. And it's the same all the way up the ladder to the Tony Robbins of the world that market you everything under the sun, which is what they try to do. Uh, but they're not telling you the bad parts. They're not telling you the dark parts, the... The duality of it they're not explaining to you the deeper levels of it okay and most of these gurus that you meet online they're not well read they haven't read the masters they're not aware of even who the masters are they don't read in original language they don't do any proper research they're not they're just they're just filled with hot air most of them so just be aware of that um when it comes to special research but like i said they're not telling you it um for example you talk about and this is the joke I make about the fast food universe. Uh, they speak about as if you can just go and pray it away to the universe that you want to be rich or have a Ferrari or have a mansion or have success. But what they're not telling you are a few things. One, your fate will tell you otherwise. Two, you have your agenda in life, but life has its agenda. And, and I can guarantee your agenda never wins. Uh, and three, the only way to truly find light, as I was starting to say earlier, through duality of life is to find darkness and this is the biggest thing that they don't sell you they don't sell you the dark side of it they don't sell you the dark side of the journey everybody's on a journey sure we all are on a journey the dalai lama says that there are eight billion people in the world there are eight billion realities in the world so we're all on a journey and uh, these people include it at every level um but what are they doing to bring you along on yours and and what are they doing to truly be honest with you and telling you about the dark sides of it because if you're not going into the dark, if you're not delving into your soul, and by the way, this is all free. You don't have to go out and buy the newest, latest, how can I be happy this week? 
gadget, gadget, device, exercise, whatever, because you're just filling yourself with busy time. Okay, and um, and that's not going to help you. And these people will glad just gladly sell you that, but that's not what you need. You don't need uh, the busy time. You need the deep work time. You need to go into the dark parts of your soul. You need to journey deep inside into your heart, which is how do you get into your soul, which is where your Holy Spirit resides, which is where God resides. You are God. God is you. God is within you. Okay? The God that people think of as creating the universe, different type of God. Uh, look in, into the Gnostics at some point. Interesting read. Um, uh, also, a lot of the formation of Christianity and much to do with Jesus because these were the people that were alive at the time um, and this was the predominant religion at the time and these were the people that had first-hand knowledge of Jesus and wrote about it too. But these masters, these gurus, they would be able to tell you about the, the Gnostics and the Brohan Codices and the Nag Hammadi texts, the Dead Sea Scrolls and all these other fun uh, ancient uh, texts of wisdom and uh, sage advice. So, so that's the part uh, that they're not selling you. And, you know, the prayer part, it's really a bit strange because if you believe in a God who knows everything that you think, then what are you praying? So if you're only praying a, a list of things, hey God, here's the list of things I want, right? The old fast food universe, right? Mix that with positive thinking and together by paying a guru and you'll have everything that you want under the sun, anything, anything possible. Um, but that's not how it works. Uh, there's a process, and you cannot find the light until you've gone through the darkness. And in order to get into that dark side, you have to go in, onto that journey, into that, uh, open that door, and explore those areas, the areas that we all try to quiet in our lives. This is why most people wake up with the radio. They get in the shower with the radio. They have the TV on when they're cooking their breakfast. They get in the car, they have a CD on, they have the, the radio on. They never have any silent time. How many of you actually take one minute a day just to be silent, just to do nothing but think? Nothing. Just be silent and just be quiet. Just let your mind relax. And then do that for 10 minutes or 5 minutes or an hour. Or how many of you meditate? How many of you rest your mind? How many of you give your mind a break? Or are you too busy as an American working, working, working? For what? For credit cards that are getting too high with interest rates that are going to keep you under the thumb? For a house that you can't afford? for a second house you can't afford, for homes that you have that you don't need or want, that don't make you happy, hours you put into work for money that doesn't make you happy, for a family that dislikes you. So that's the, that's the part that you're not being sold. That's the part that they're not telling you. They're selling you all the happy, fun things, and they're not telling you all the other uh, tough things. Uh, and funny enough, when you look at these people, uh, look at their presentation for example. You know, I remember a grandmom used to say, if you want to tell a man, uh, look at his shoes, his watch, and, uh, and how he speaks. Well, you know, look at, these, uh, look at these people. Look at their presentation. You know, I see many of them that take more time priming and preening their hair to look like they're ready for a GQ shoot, right? To sell you all of this goodness, all of this rich, deep heart soul work. But what is all that scream? It screams superficiality. It screams ego. It screams, hey, look at me. I want to be perfect. Hey, look at me. I got rich friends and I go on their jets and I'm around their Ferraris and their Porsches. But look at me. That makes me successful. But that's the definition, 
definition of success. That's what you're selling as success. It's another product. They're selling you another product. They are a product of fake success. So they're selling it to you as if you're going to get it. And it's not even the path to your happiness in the first place. So wake up, people. It's free. It's within. It's in your heart. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to look anywhere. You don't even have to leave your house. It's right there, free for the taking. If you're going to get a guide in life or you're going to get somebody, get a clarity coach or get someone who's going to help mentor you. You know, I have mentors, like I said in the beginning of, of, of uh, this episode. And most of, all of them are older. I have some that are younger. They're a different inspiration. Uh, I look to my elders always. I have since I was a young age. Um, as I wrote about before with my father, I didn't have respect from him at a young, at a young age. So I look to my older friends, the elders of, of my life, uh, for guidance. So do the same. Uh, go to people that have been down the journey. Go read about it. Read an essay. Read a book. Research it. Go to the library. Talk to people. Talk to me if you like. Write me. Okay? Uh, you can find me very easily on, online. Uh, one more quick interesting thing about this whole process is uh, there's another group that finds themselves stuck somewhere in the middle are, are the rich, the nouveau riche uh, ass clowns as I call them that uh, buy spirituality. Again, it's a possession, right? Because their success is money in the bank. So therefore they haven't become truly spiritual. They say they're spiritual. They say that they have a high frequency and a high vibration, but they're not because they have money millions they hide they hide behind big cars big homes big locks big gates so how, how spiritual are they and what are they doing with their money forget about how they made it that's a different story but what are they doing with their money never judge a man how he makes his money but you might look at it how he spends it is he really spiritual but these people they go out and they go to these monasteries and they go to talk to these monks and, and they get access to, to these high levels of uh, spirituality and it's almost a joke because the people that are at those levels of spirituality know what it is. They see it for what it is. It's a person who's got money who's trying to buy spirituality. But of course the monks have to eat and the monasteries have to pay their bills. So it's a wash. They know it. And the rich people think that they're becoming spiritual and then they come home and they're spiritual and then they go and they tell everybody they're spiritual. But again, like I said, look at their actions. Look at what they do. Look at how they live their lives. Look at what they do with their money. You know, is it stuffed away in a bank account under their mattress? Or are they out sharing it? Are they in the community? Especially at a time like now with COVID-19. Are they out helping? Are they out sharing? Are they using that money for good? Do they have $100 million? Did they go out and start a food bank? Are they, are they donating food? Not that they have to, it has to be known, of course. But, um, but it's good to know that people that are in a position to help are doing it. And that's not us, for us to judge, of course. It's for you. It's about you. It's not about others. It's about you. It's about me. It's about us. It's about what we're doing. It's about how we grow as people. And uh, if you can take anything away from this podcast, it's that you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go busy yourself. You don't have to go buy it. It's not, it's not, it's like love. It cannot be possessed. You cannot buy it. It's a process. Happiness is the same thing. It's a process, okay? Confucius say, never get so high on mountain, cannot hear oneself scream. These two, these people, they're too high on a mountain, okay? They're not in touch with reality. They're not selling you anything but what's making their bank accounts richer and bigger so they can buy bigger homes and nicer things, which are very superficial, Again, why does a person who's very spiritual have to live in a $10 million home and have five of them? I don't see the point in that. I think it's a total waste. I think you're not really living 
through uh, your actions. You're living through your words. So again, you can look at that and you can decide. Um, that's really what it comes down to, that it's free and um, beware of these people on, online that will sell you anything. Uh, two quotes for today um, that I love is one, at first is by Thomas Edison, and it's the reason a lot of people do not recognize opportunity is because it usually goes around wearing overalls looking like hard work. And the second quote comes from Horace, and it says that life grants nothing to us mortals without hard work. It's been sage wisdom throughout the ages. It's never changed, okay? Like thievery or prostitution, it's always there. If you want to do something, if you want to achieve something that's worth having in life, that's, that's valuable, that gives you something inside that's good, that enriches your soul, makes you a better person, you don't have to go anywhere. You just have to look within your heart and journey within your heart and look deep within inside, still your mind, take away all the busyness, take away everything that you do in your life to busy yourself, take away your security blankets, okay? And really strip down to the basics, almost like you're naked out in the woods, okay? And get down to the dark stuff that you don't want to face. And when you do that, and you start down that dark part of the journey, only then can you find the light. Thank you for uh, giving me your time to listen to my thoughts. Uh, if you enjoyed them, you can find us on Facebook where we have daily uh, thoughts that go out uh, to make you smile and think the same as this in a different format. And um, you can subscribe to my channel and please consider sharing. Thank you and have a great week.